Right. Um, hi, my name is Ria D'Souza. Um, I'm studying business management with human resources and I'm currently in my first year. Um, welcome to the Poetry Club's podcast, Versology. Here I have with me Simran and Samiha. And today we're going to be looking at Seven Ages of Man by Shakespeare. Hi, my name is Samiha and I'm studying in second year psychology with counseling skills. Hi, my name is Simran. I'm a first year psychology with human resource management student. Um, all right, let's begin with our first question. Uh, obviously, we've all read the poem. Um, now that you've read the poem, what is your understanding of it? What do you guys think about it? Maybe we could start with Samiha. Um, yes, so from what I understood, uh, I feel as though Shakespeare compares life to a drama. So there's like an entrance that is when we're born and there's also an exit. So even even the first line, it starts with uh, talking about how the world is the stage and we are merely players. So he talks about these different stages, which are more like acts of a play. Everyone, would you like to add something to that? Um, in my opinion, I believe that this poem captures what life is all about. Some or actually many may say it's pessimistic and the poem captures all the low points in the life and life and nothing good about the journey. But I don't particularly believe so. For me, all this poem portrays is everything what life is about without any filter and no sugar coating, basically. That's it. Um, I'd like to add something to that. I think I agree with like what both of you said, I think it's very pessimistic, rather too pessimistic for me. And I think what, what you said, Samiha, about the whole um, he compares life to a drama is it just adds onto this whole pessimistic theme. To me, it sort of reminds me how people put on a show for others or live their life for others rather than living it for themselves, you know. So I think that just makes it a little more pitiful and sad and very negative poem all in True. all. Okay, um, what do you think the poet's message is or his outlook on life? What do you think his outlook on life is? What, is he trying to convey something? If so, what? Could we start off with Samiha? Um, yes, so in my opinion, the poet, like we have discussed, has a negative outlook on life. I mean, all the stages that Shakespeare mentions, it talks about the negative aspect of it. For example, when he talks about the schoolboy, he mentions the unwillingness to go to school instead of a positive aspect that could be added here as like children who love to play instead of something like that. He adds on to a negative aspect in each stage of life. So I think, yeah, that's my outlook on this poem. Um, I what about add something on that? Um, go ahead. Um, so the key outlook that I was able to pick up on, on was the fact that he describes a circle of life of uh, how there isn't much of a difference when it comes to how we start our lives and how we end our lives with the no teeth, no hair, innocence and naive. In my opinion, all that William Shakespeare was trying to portray through this poem is that no matter how extraordinary or amazing you make your life out to be, at the end of the day, you'll realize it's just one of the phase of the six other phases. And it's just a subtle reminder that you may think you have control over how your life goes by. And yes, up to a certain limit, you do. But beyond that, the same thing is going to happen to everyone as it's going to happen to you. Um, 
I really agree with both of you. I think both of you brought up like solid points. Um, I want to add on what Sami has said about the little schoolboy thing and how he looks at each stage of life and instead of bringing out something positive, he always looks at like the negative aspect of that situation. Like with the schoolboy, as Sami has mentioned, he says that the schoolboy um, this, he uses the simile creeping like a snail, which basically symbolizes how the boy is dragging himself to school, and instead of looking at school as something very like an institution or a place where you can learn new things he looks at um of as a place where the boy is dreading to go to when i think that most students especially when they're young might be looking forward to go to school um okay so now i think we move on to like a very interesting question um we can um the question is what were some phrases that stood out to you so you might here you might want to talk about the deeper meaning of certain phrases phrases that you really like maybe similes or metaphors or personification um maybe just give um a few examples of phrases that you really liked and what you thought it meant we could start off with samiha so like simran said um i think uh, i think the same like how he mentions life as a full circle it starts with when um a person is an infant and then it ends in uh, what he calls as the second childishness so i think the poet here is trying to leave us with a rhetorical question that is do we all need to follow through the script that is handed to us i mean we all do have the same stages of life yes but is it the same script like he mentioned you know the different stages and the feelings and thoughts a person goes through is that all that we need to follow or do we can we as humans you know change the script i think that's my an understanding of the poem um simran go ahead um the main thing that i was able to think of when i thought about particular phrases is that each phrase it it meant a certain thing it was the poet wanted to bring out how important it was to live in the moment how important it is not to be like everyone else and how important it is to stand out especially knowing that all of our lives are headed towards the same path at the end um all right can i add a little bit to that um i definitely think there were a lot of phrases that stood out i'd like to give an example of um this stanza here which says then a soldier full of strange oaths and bearded like the pad jealous in honor I think um the soldier the word soldier is a metaphor for a man doing his job like during the work um part of our life we we tend to follow like a very strict schedule we obey strict rules it's always like a 9 to 5 job we don't have much say in when we want to work and what time we want to sort of relax around and it's a very pessimistic view on the work side of life it sort of paints life as a very repetitive monotone routine that you can't stray away from and in this life also depicts as there's this dedication to oaths and it could be like protecting your family providing for your family etc moreover um the word pad which is in the same line um was an old english word for leopard and the beard is really patchy like that of a leopard skin which is sort of signifying old age and even though the man is young it's sort of like he looks old or he feels old because he really doesn't have that much of his youth because of how much work is occupying his, uh, like his time and it's also like perhaps the monotone like job life strips away the youth of the man so i think that was one quote that really stood out 
Um, do you guys think there are some other quotes or phrases that really stood out to you or really brought out the meaning or this whole like pessimistic side of a viewpoint of life? Oh, can I add something? Sure, of course. Uh, this line which says um, seeking the bubble repetition in a cannon's mouth. I really like this line how the poet added bubble repetition as to like it for me it feels like in a way to tell us that this repetition we see that people care so much about and honor and repetition these things that people care so much about it's more of a bubble repetition and uh, as the poet said in a canon's mouth which i think to- uh, talks about how it could burst any moment and the amount of uh, pressure and weightage we give to this repetition i think it's not that much of a serious thing that we do what about you simran do you have anything to add on um yeah uh, in a, if you think about it in a pessimistic or in a negative way there's this one thought that we try to sweep under the carpet every time and it's the fact that we, the end is gonna come for everyone and he represented it in uh, anaphora at the end of the poem which was the last line which is sans i sans teeth sans taste sans everything so yeah i think there there's like more than i'd like to add um there's another stanza there's another phrase sorry that says the sixth age shifts into the lean and slippered pantaloon pantaloon was actually an important character in commedia dell'arte which was something popular during that time and this character was always the victim of tricks and thus the poet sort of saying like as the man gets older he is more easily de- deceived pantaloons also a woman's like um something that a woman wears but usually it's sort of like at home and it's sort of like when you really don't care about your experience and what it to me what it says is like when you get old you tend to give less attention to your image and it's a complete contrast with the whole soldier sort of metaphor where the man was really striving to work provide for his family um the phrase gen- jealous and honor like he he's trying to uphold his honor and here it's this complete like um contrast in behavior when it's like over here as he gets older he doesn't care much about his appearance at all um do you guys want to talk more about this or should i proceed to the next question uh i agree with what you said and another thing that uh, i stood out kind of stood out to me was the third part of life that he talks about uh and then the lover sang like a furnace with a woeful ballad made to the mistress's eyebrow so uh the way he talks about you know uh the lover stage of where people write poems to their loved ones and uh the way he has kind of generalized the statement which is also true in a way because i mean uh i feel all people go through these stages and these emotions and feelings just like how he has mentioned it in in the poem even though uh the entire poem has kind of a negative outlook like you mentioned uh, still there's th- these parts which hold true for all humans Um yeah, definitely agree. Um Simran, would you like to say something? I uh, know, I think I'm done because you all summed up precisely what I was going to say. Um I think there was something else that I'd like to add on to. 
Um, there's this quote where he says, um, "His youthful host, well saved, a world too wide for his shrunk skank, uh, shank." Sorry. Um, I think the whole the phrase "a world too wi- wide" just adds onto this whole pessimistic view. Earlier in the poem, he describes that the the man that he's describing, um, his pouch is kept to his side, which sort of means that you, you know we have when we have a pouch, we usually put money into it. And I think it basically says that the man still has money next to him and hasn't spent it. So it's sort of like we work so hard for our during our whole life, and we keep thinking of saving money and saving money. But we reach this point, like this really old age in life, where even though we have a lot of money, we can't use that money to maybe explore the world or do whatever we want simply because we're too old, we're too immobile. And that's like signified with with the phrase "a world too wide." Um, I don't think it's about the actual size of the world, but it just really means that even though we might be able to travel elsewhere, we're just way too old to actually do so. Um, and I think it's like it just talks. He's just really pessimistic about like um, just the whole like the whole stages of our life where we work so hard and it's not even fruitful or it isn't really useful. Um, Can I add something? Of course. Uh, I agree with what you said because um, like you talked in the beginning about the 9 to 5 routine and um, if you see most of the people, they spend like years in this routine and in the end when they have saved up or when they're, uh, you know, when they're tired and old, it's more like then they feel like they have wasted a lot of opportunities or to experience things, things that they might not be able to do at, at, at that age. Could I add something to that too? Sure, go ahead. I totally agree with both of you on this topic because um, from person I've seen it happen to a few people who I know too. Um, they end up working their entire life, slogging their way through life and a point comes where they have all the wealth in the world but um, they don't know what to do with it because they aren't physically able to perform such things or enjoy the money they have earned. So I agree with you all on that. Um, I'd like to add to something with, uh, to something Samiha said um, earlier where you said that what the poet does is sort of takes every positive thing or instead of looking at the positive aspect of something, Shakespeare really looks at the negative aspect of that situation. Like he just, it's almost sort of as he's trying to find something negative about it. Like in the beginning of the poem where we have a love struck person singing a ballad to his mistress, um, he describes it, he describes it as a woeful ballad and woeful basically means sorrowful or basically it's like the um, poet sort of having pity for the lover and while we might you know we might watch movies or we might look at other people two people in love with each other it's i think one of the most beautiful emotions or one of the most beautiful things in this world love the poet sort of looks at it as something very negative i think the word woeful itself sort of stands for um how do i say this the poet sort of looks at uh, looks at this whole ballad thing or this whole love situation is quite useless and maybe that's why he he calls it woeful because it's, it's like he has a lot of pity for the lover he feels like even though this love struck guy is you know he's happy and excited and he's showcasing his love for um the woman that he's in love with um 
it's sort of the the poets sort of saying like oh look this this person is deluded and he's sort of blinded by love but not in a good way and in a bad way um also uh, a ballad is a very it's sort of like a song but it's it's made full of short stanzas which is complete which is a complete opposite to what the poem that we have with us which is full of enjambments and uh run on lines basically um sentences that don't that don't stick to one line but sort of move on to the second line and through stanzas as well i think it's a very huge contrast between the love struck guy in the beginning of the poem and the poet himself the short stanza sort of signify that the guy is excited he's happy which is a complete contrast to the poet who sort of with these with the in, the use of enjambments it sort of signifies his dread and like sorrow and sadness um and furthermore as to this whole sad and pessimistic theme another thing that i would like to say is um like you said it's true and uh even though it does have a pessimistic view on life i feel like uh the poet also tries to put truths as it is instead of you know like sugar coating it like simran said in the beginning is uh, putting truths as it is and uh, even though it does have a pessimistic view it also talks about stages of life as it is even though even though he talks about a certain uh, way life goes like and it does not necessarily need to be um yeah what i meant to say was it does not have to be each person's life but uh, the poet is still trying to say things like it is um could uh, i add something to that yeah of course yes i completely agree with what samiha is saying it's because he he just he's just giving us the reality he's not trying to sugarcoat it and he's not trying to cover it up with good words and all he's just presenting life like how it is which is not always perfect and it's quite often quite messy and i think the poem just brings that part of it out um yeah um i'd like to add on to what i think simran said earlier like the circle of life and this whole poem sort of symbolizes um how the start and end look very similar with you know without eyes without teeth or taste or whatever it's sort of um look when a child is born they're quite helpless they don't have teeth they need help from um their parents or whatever um but it's very cute like or it's sort of desirable because obviously babies they're at the epitome of youth they're they've i mean they've just come into this world and it's a very positive like thing however um when the old man um when you get old you you still sort of return to a childlike uh childlike state however it's extremely undesirable and i think what you guys said was extremely true with the whole um it's not very pessimistic there are situations where um what he's saying is pretty straightforward and is the truth and i think that this is also very much the truth we when we grow old we come we return back to the state that we were in the beginning but just this time it's not a very desirable or very wanted um stage of our life okay i think i'll move on to the next question um here i want you to guys to talk a bit more about your feelings what did the poem make you feel now that we've analyzed the poem samiha would you like to start um yeah so when i did it i 
felt like uh, like we talked about the pessimistic view it kind of made me think about how uh the outlook the poet gives i do not fully agree with it i mean if i see see life through the lens of the poet i would i wouldn't really like that it much you know i would like to add these positive memories too about my life instead of just thinking about the negative aspects that he has mentioned so yeah when i read it i wanted to you know feel uh, as i wanted to think about the positive memories too because seeing it only through that lens would wouldn't be that good of a thing i feel what about you simran um uh, honestly speaking the poem uh, just makes me want to sit back and smile thinking about how simpler how simple things were before how a pat on our head by our teachers made us feel like we were on top of the world or the pres the mere presence of our friends being around us made us feel happier than ever i mean we weren't aware of anything else in the very first place to be concerned about it and the glimpse into every stage of our life we'll eventually go through is quite overwhelming and uh, moreover once we realize how accurate the poet was about the beginning stages of our life and uh, what we've been through we seem to gain blind faith in his writings and get reassured that nothing happens out of the way in this journey of life and um, when i say this i mean that every other person follows a similar pattern yes of course everyone decides to tackle problems or interpret situations in a different way but at the end of the day we will all go through the same stages the same phases but at probably at different points in our life like uh, i'd like to add something to what simran said um i agree with her uh, talking about like how as a school boy things are much simpler when we're kids and then as we move on to the next stages of life we see that uh, the poet has added feelings like jealousy and quick in quarrel and the bubble reputation so it's like the schoolboy stage does is a more simple outlook on life and as uh, these stages progress the poet talks about other things that worry people in each of those stages uh, i definitely agree with you guys about that i think what the poem made me feel i think it just made me um like the way simiris a uh, simran sorry you said um you sort of sat back and thought about the simpler times i do think that as we grow our lives become more complex and maybe that's what this poet is trying to say too sort of like as the, the older we grow the more complex our lives become um for our next question um do you do you guys think there is a connection or resemblance resemblance between the poem and life yes like we talked about it does talk about the different stages of life but i feel like it's just half of the resemblance because of the pessimistic view is just one sided and it doesn't talk about the other positive and good memories that we would make in each stage so yes it does give a resemblance but it's not the whole resemblance of life or the drama or the acts as he calls it so yes to agree with what samiha says and i believe that there is a connection between the poem and our lives i do believe in the circle of life and i also do believe in the scary thought that we have come from dust and are to return to dust but then the poem talks it does until a certain extent it does talk about just the negative parts of life i agree with you all on that and my view on it has changed drastically from the time it started 
and as i've mentioned before the poem brings out the bitter sweet reality of life which we just try to sweep under the carpet but it has to come out at some time um, as for i i do think there's a very good resemblance between life and the poem after all the poem is describing what life is to him in his point of view um however i do agree with you guys i think that it it is extremely pessimistic and rather it ignores the good aspects in life the memories that we make with people or you know our family or our friends or just so many things that we can do in our life i don't think that the poet the po- the poem touches on any of those aspects um same with what samiha said in the beginning it's like in the beginning of the poem it sort of compares life to a drama and you asked a very interesting question which was um do we have to follow the script that we've given and i think that's great i think people listening to this and all of us should really take that you know after this podcast ends sort of like do we really need to to fit the script that we've been given in the beginning of our lives we should be making the most of life and really just do whatever we want obviously um our last question um i know that you guys disagree with the poet but would you like to maybe elaborate more on why exactly you di- disagree with the poet um so i guess i do disagree with the uh like i said the outlook that the poet gives on this i disagree with that being the only outlook at life and like i said before even if it is a act even if it is a drama with different parts and stages do we really need to you know do we really need to conform to that act and not choose our own i mean there would be so many other roles right like as um if the poet says this poem is a drama uh, i mean this world sorry i mean if this world is a drama and there are many roles in a drama right so why do we need to conform to only this role that the poet talks about there must be so many more we can take on right even if people don't agree with it even if the other actors as like the poet mentions don't agree there's still a there's still this uh we still have the option to choose our own path paths to life you know even if it does have the same stages and the basic stages even if it's the same things we don't really need to do the exact same things that people expect us to do and how people expect life to be like you know the first the education and then the routine of the job and then you spend half of your life doing your job and then you reach old stage and that's it right so i don't think we really need to follow the same path um i agree um i think we now have reached the end of the podcast um i really enjoyed um the past uh 20 or so minutes with you guys i think i've learned a lot more about the poem than what was my own research and thank you guys for coming and sharing your opinions about this poem i think i really learned a lot and i hope that you guys did too thank you